0: All
1: right, what's up, guys? We are back with another podcast episode, and we just finished nationals, and we have a whole lot to recap from this tournament. It was, I, I believe, it was the biggest pickleball tournament ever done. So, how many interested did we have? Three thousand something, like basically three thousand five hundred. Okay, it was like just under three thousand five hundred. So. We're going to recap all of that, uh, just our experience at nationals, some random things that happened, our tournament results. uh, But before we get into that, Mm -hmm. we want to talk about two paddles really quickly. Yes. First, this one, if you're watching the podcast, I'll just show it. Yes. We have the metal the bone. Adidas metal bone. I managed to get one from the guys at Adidas while did, I was here. Did you steal it or did they give it to you? I didn't have to steal it, thankfully. <laughs> thankfully, yeah. we haven't had to resort to that yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you just casually walked up to them and they're like,
2: do you know who I am?
1: <laughs> no, they, they came to me and said, hey, we'll give you one. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, did yeah. You,
2: or, so did, did they have to force it into your hand? That's what I want to know.
1: Did not have to force it into my hand. This one actually... I mean, it's, this one's kind of interesting, right? Like, it looks interesting. It does look. It looks pretty good. Like, I actually think when you pick this up, it, it feels like a very premium paddle. Like, it, I don't know, it just feels very sturdy. I mean, not having an edge guard kind of always does that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the bolt system, which we'll talk about in a second, is kind of interesting. Um, also, the handle. It's yeah. like marketed. This is a classic thing. I'll have to measure when I get home. It's yeah. marketed as like five and a half, but like I can easily put two hands on this, which to Let me, me means it's got to be like at least six, right? Like Let's, you don't have to put a finger on that, do
2: you? No, no, yeah, not really. Yeah. I
1: don't. So I feel like I feel like that's pretty. The handle's nice, and I kind of I feel like the little slots there had to be on purpose, like up at the red. It's like concaved for your fingers. Like it like slots your finger in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it kinda of, yeah, it kind of concaves in, it curves. Yeah, so that's kind of a nice touch. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. the taper or whatever. I still can't decide if I like the way it looks or not. Really?
2: I actually think I it think looks it, pretty good.
1: It looks pretty good. I you know what it is? It's this huge Adidas logo. It's just it's... it doesn't need to be that big. Yeah. <laughs> I understand why they do, but it doesn't yeah. have to be that big. So you know that you're playing with an Adidas paddle. Yeah, which in the current state of Adidas paddles, I don't know that most people, I feel like people should like, know. Hey, is that an Adidas paddle? Like, Are you really playing with one of those? So, <laughs> but who knows? Maybe this one will be interesting. But before we talk about like the feel of it. Yeah. I, so I, this this bolt system. So they this is from their padel system. They've been doing the bolts in that for a while. I think they even have some padel rackets where the weights go all around. On this one, it's only at the throat. Here's my only gripe with this. I think this Mm -hmm. concept is super cool. Yeah, but... But it's in the least effective effective spot.
2: Right, exactly. You put more weight there. You just change the static weight, essentially. The swing weight almost doesn't change.
1: Yeah, it probably almost won't change. And I don't even think in this spot that the twist weight's really going to change. So when I get home, I'll check it. Yeah. And all of the bolts added into the slots is only 10 grams, which is about 0.3 ounces, which is not... 0.3? Yeah it's like, almost like nothing. I mean it's decent but it's not especially in this spot that's like nothing. It's you're you're
2: not going to feel it a
1: thing. Yeah. So I'm very but curious it is about cool. that. It's very cool. I I do wonder okay, give me your thoughts on this. Yeah. I'm curious if they'll ever expand it around to the other areas cuz I almost wonder if it would be a little dangerous having the bolts here and like here just because you're so close to your partner. Like you, can you imagine like you swipe your partner in the head dude, with a dude, bolt?
2: It doesn't matter with the bolt or the tip of this pallet. If you're going to swipe your partner with the head of that, it's going to suck. Well, your partner. it's going to
1: suck anyways, but like I feel like it'll suck even more with a bolt sticking out of okay,
2: it. Okay, so yes, I would agree. And I mean on the sides, maybe it won't have that much effect here I, the yeah. top. Okay. The top and the corners. Yes. The side could still potentially it could, but that would be kind of weird. It'd be less. And also, I mean, if, if they made it so that the parts on the side kind of indented a little bit,
1: yeah, you know, it's Oh, sh- sure. So like it almost hides the bolt. Exactly. That could be a fix for it as well. Sure. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. Um, but yeah, I- I'm very curious to get this back home and like put this in the machine and see, because okay. I'm like, I don't usually put lead down this low, right? So it just—I mean,
2: I put lead down that low, but it usually goes up to the side of the thro- the, the side of the paddle, yeah, like up to here, up, yeah, like four o'clock,
1: six yeah, o'clock, for sure. Bit. So I mean, props to them for trying something that like no one else has done yet. I feel like they're—I think they're was, clearly headed in the right direction. Okay, I think there was another paddle that did something like that, right? That had some sort of weight system,
2: wasn't it? Yeah, uh, kind, kind of. Pella.
1: Um. Uh, Well, unless there's another one that I don't know of. The one I was thinking of was Master Athletics where there is like a slot Mm -hmm. that you put the weight. The only problem is it was essentially like lead tape that they sold you and you slotted in there. And like you could take it out, but it wasn't like reusable. I see. So it's kind of like, well, if it's not reusable, like what's the point basically? Mm. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Well, let's talk about this really quick before I forget. Yeah. So, the, they're talking about this has a foam core, which made a lot of people very interested in like, oh, whoa, foam core, how is that legal? Foam itself is not the problem. It's just if it doesn't pass the deflection test with whatever foam you're using. So, I believe it's using like a PMI foam, which I don't personally know much about. But this thing... Wait, PMI? Like
2: property mortgage insurance? <laughs>
1: I mean, maybe that is what it is. Maybe that's why it bounces so weird. Yeah, well, if I get 20% of my drives my dinks and maybe you can take the PMI off. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, it, I mean, you bounce this a little bit. Yeah. It kind of just feels and sounds like Nomex. Like, it's really loud.
2: Yes, it's pretty loud, Uh, pretty firm, stiff. Uh, yeah. Not necessarily a bad feel, I would say. I would need to actually, like, dink hit it, and yeah. hit it, but just off the bounce, yes it yeah. is loud. Yeah. Not as loud as some others that we've encountered,
1: but yeah, definitely not. And you can feel the vibrations. Yeah. So sure. that's that's kind of what I'm thinking is going to be the downfall of this, but again, that's only with bouncing a ball up and down. It's hard to say. I kind of feel like if like the concept of this with like a gearbox core probably be awesome. <laughs> if it had like that more of that feel. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. We'll see, but I thought we'd mention that cuz a lot of you guys were curious about the Metal Bone, I'll probably try and do a video at some point about this thing. How much is it going to be? Oh, uh, let me look it up quick. I think it was going to be like 230 or 260 Okay. Adidas Metal Bone Pickleball. I actually don't know if this is going to come up on Google because I don't think they're selling it quite yet. Hang on, Pickleball Central found it. $260. That also, I think, is going to be a steep ask. Like... You go from probably being probably like the most fun of made fun of pickleball brand, right, <laughs> and then you, you come out with two six, like here's the thing Gearbox used to be on that same list, and now we all love them, so maybe this is it, but I don't know That's, two sixty is a pretty big ass.
2: <laughs> all right, we'll see when the full review comes out, yeah. If at all. If you don't see a review, you know that it was trash. <laughs> Just letting y'all know right now.
1: I'm pretty positive this one will get covered. I'm pretty sure it will. I mean,
2: it is interesting. Yeah,
1: it's definitely interesting. Okay, okay. Anyways, well, the only other thing is the six zero Infinity launched this week. Yes. A bunch of you probably noticed I don't have a review. I got mine like a week and a half ago and- Same. I've had Nationals, so I'd, I didn't have time to make a review. Yes. But you got to hit it. Yep. We'll talk more about this later, but we were at a 6 0 event while we were at Nationals. Yeah, and you got to play time. with it, right? I did get to play with it. I what
2: made sure think? that I played with it. Uh yeah, here is my review of it. I don't know if I'll make a full video <laughs> on it, but it is a, in my opinion, a little bit softer double black diamond, mm-hmm. but also faster. Plays like a sixteen millimeter. Um, or feels like a sixteen millimeter, plays like a fourteen. Like in terms of speed? In terms of speed, gotcha. yes. But good-looking paddle, great feel, uh, but it's not anything substantially different if you've already owned or played with a DBD, in sure. my opinion, but it looks
1: really good. Yeah, oh, that's really nice. Yeah. That uh, white edge, white edge plus the new uh, like logo on the face, mm-hmm. I think they, they did a really good job with that. Yeah. How was the sweet spot on it? The sweet spot felt pretty Like solid. for an edgeless paddle? Yeah, for an edgeless paddle, it was really good. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, Just what you'd expect. It, to, to me, it didn't feel like it was lacking okay. in the sweet spot. You know, like I think if you had issues with like edgeless paddles before, like you won't have one with it. This is probably the most, one of the most forgiving edgeless paddles that I've played with. Okay. Yeah, that's what I would say.
1: Cool. Yeah, I'm going to try and get a review done Maybe by the end of this month, there's still more travel and I have San Clemente. So it, it's Thanksgiving, <laughs> San Clemente, yeah. Christmas. <laughs> and, I, you know, I don't, I don't really want to be using a different paddle before San Clemente as well, but I, I don't know. I I feel like based on what you're saying and what I have gathered, like it might not even take that long to review. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's an entirely different paddle, right? It's not like the Metal Bone where it's like, okay, what is this thing? Right. It's like, okay, we're familiar with it. You just don't have an edge guard, yeah. essentially. So, Yeah. Okay, Okay. cool. Well, let's move on to Nationals. Nationals, yes. Before we got there, Ooh. I don't know that you were seeing any of it, but I'm on Facebook a decent amount. <laughs> I'm never <laughs> on Facebook. Dude. Was Facebook sh- forums were just dumping on Nationals. Was like, show? Monday, yeah, basically. Monday hits, and everyone's like, this is horrible. Like, all I'm seeing are posts about how terrible it is. Okay, but here's
2: the thing. You, you just had an event there previously, right? You had MLP. Yep. Nope. So, was it... What is it about nationals? Did it carry on from MLP? Did people who went to MLP have the same experience and that just carried on over to nationals? Or was it just because, I don't know, the way people checked in, how the tournament was was run?
1: Well, from I mean, I think if you look at the two events, they're just like MLP, you came to just watch. You didn't come to do anything else, really. So I think it was probably easy. Well, also you had way less people. Like we had 3,500 competitors alone Mm -hmm. at this plus all the spectators, which I heard – There was like a lot more spectators than there were players. So let's say you quadruple that number, which I believe I heard the spectators—it was actually even more than that. But really, yeah. So like you, you know, you mix that in, uh, it's probably bound to make a mess. But I mean, we had some observations about like what was good and bad. Mm -hmm. I think the the most obvious one, and this was by far the biggest complaint to me. Yep was the bathrooms yes bathrooms are terrible there wasn't enough of them that's usually a thing in most a lot of tournaments let's be real yeah for sure for sure not enough porta potties sorry to all the women out there that was not ideal right (laughs) even his thing even as a guy i'm like these these are pretty gross yes and i'm like it's a lot easier for a guy to deal with the porta potty right and
2: there was only one location near the back area
1: Yes, that was also annoying cuz there was times before some of my matches where I wanted to go to the bathroom but I was like I have to walk so far to get to the bathroom that I don't I don't want to walk all the way over there and then walk right back yeah, here. Yeah, because
2: it's a large venue, but also I understand from a logistic standpoint that you know, you can only service the porta in one certain area right. and because they closed off like a part of the street and I don't know if, you know, the trucks or the cars had access to yeah. it, so that could just you know it would be a limitation of that venue but let's talk a little bit more about
1: that venue in general right before we do that what things at this tournament Uh would you have gotten rid of in order to have better bathrooms like what things were you like as a player get rid of this save your money and just give me better bathrooms oh i mean the the drone show i didn't i didn't besides seeing it on memes of pickleball yeah it was so funny the other night guys actually i think it was literally last night yeah i'm like in bed about to go to bed and you were just outside the door and you're like chris yeah open memes of pickleball <laughs> right now and i open it and i see that memes of pickleball is like something what what did they say it was like what players really want versus like what, what they, they get get what they get and yeah. it was like here's a drone show And here's the bathrooms. Yeah,
2: something along those lines. It was, I I don't remember quite exactly the captions or what they said, but it's something along those lines. Yeah. What they want, nice bathrooms. What they get, a drone show. Albeit that drone show did look pretty cool. It
1: it did look pretty cool. For me, the first thing I would have gotten rid of was the live music. For sure didn't need that. I would have rather have bathrooms right there. Mm. I feel like it, you know, maybe added some atmosphere, but personally as a player, I I just don't care, and and I did I did talk to some people, and they're saying, well, you know, like there are spectators and stuff too. Yeah, they
2: want some more stuff to do, more activities to kind of do,
1: right? So but even to- then, I'm like, maybe I'm wrong about this, but and it's because I'm a competitor and I have lots of friends to watch. But I'm like, okay, if I'm a com- if I'm a spectator, I'm going to go either go watch some pro courts, or that means I have some friends there. Am I really going to sit down and watch some music for?
2: Right. No, that makes a lot of sense. Not to say that having live music is necessarily a bad thing. but no, definitely you, not. I don't know, maybe just the right DJ, <laughs> you know, just to give some ambiance to the place. But no, I kind of agree with you. But I did enjoy some of, uh, I don't know, whatever bands that came through throughout the day. I was sure. just walking by. I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. But of course, yeah, I'm there for Pickleball. I'm there to compete. So I go, I'm watching my friends. But when I walk by, it's kind of cool to see. Yeah. But maybe that space could be utilized for better things such as bathrooms or maybe i don't know what else could could be added right i mean they had little courts on pickleball boulevard maybe i thought
1: they, that was pretty good there was like f- two small court well honestly i don't even know how many courts there were but there was a decent number of places to hit along pickleball boulevard which is yeah. kind of cool
2: yeah and maybe some more vendors i don't know it felt uh, it felt full was, I,
1: yeah i mean there was quite a few vendors that i didn't even get to go, go buy all. all the vendor tents Just, there was a Tesla booth there. That was crazy to me.
2: Oh, yeah. Because uh there was something. If you waited in the certain line, you could be uh taxied like to where your car
1: is parked. Or you get to actually drive the Tesla. Okay. Let's talk about that quick. Yes. Because that was one of the things that people were complaining about uh beforehand, which may have gotten better. Because here's what I think happened. Mm-hmm. I think there were the initial complaints each day. Yeah. I think by the time we got there, which was essentially Friday. yeah. So four days, three, four days had passed. I think they had fixed some stuff. But how was the shuttle? Because I just decided to park deep in the neighborhood and then walk like six blocks so that I didn't have to deal with the shuttle.
2: It wasn't it wasn't nearly that bad. Really? You it had wasn't to, too slow. Uh, I didn't have any problems with it, but I could see uh, you know, because the times I, I took the shuttle to get out to the venue and come in, it was in the middle of the day, like around lunchtime. Sure. I didn't I didn't go there in the morning when the massive amount of people are going to go play in their brackets. Sure. So I don't know what that experience was like. I heard that it wasn't that great. Maybe they didn't have the frequency or have the amount of shuttles. It did take about 10 minutes, you know, to get on and off the shuttle and for the travel time. So I, you could imagine that if you went to go park in the parking lot, in your waiting in line, you got there on on time. Like you, you give yourself enough lead time, but the shuttle is full and yeah. you missed. And you have to wait for the next one. Yep. Uh, you could easily miss your bracket. But I did hear from some from some people that in the mornings there was like two that came and two that
1: left. Was there every time you came? Was there always a shuttle waiting, or did you have to wait for the shuttle? I
2: had to wait for the shuttle for a little bit, but I never waited that long it felt like like more than 10 minutes or no no i, I at least i didn't have to wait more than 10 minutes but okay. i don't know what other people's experiences were
1: yeah i kept hearing that the shuttle was really bad but it it did seem like they improved it and that's why i just decided to park further in the neighborhood because i was just like but that's the I thing want to chance it yeah yeah
2: but that's the thing like it's it's in this neighborhood it, it's essentially part of like yeah a neighborhood how, how much larger can it get where if you don't want to take the shuttle, like, you don't really have any options, yeah. and I just can't imagine that if it gets any bigger than this, and there was a lot of people, yeah, that the neighborhood- They would... wanted
1: 500 more, too. They wanted to hit 4,000 for this. Okay. Well, I don't. I can't imagine the neighborhood would be pleased. Yeah, probably not. No, honestly, I... I'm not going to lie. I was surprised, because I mean, we did this walk a couple times. You rode with me a few times. Yeah. I was surprised at the lack of people that didn't park- in there because for the most part that street was pretty clear like where i parked there was yeah. no one mm-hmm. and then as you got closer to the venue there were a bit more cars but not it didn't like fill the street
2: right it didn't fill the street i think a lot of people were heard about maybe how bad it was and people were like okay let's just uber or lyft to the venue from wherever they were staying yeah and they didn't have to deal with that if they're going to stay at the venue the whole day yeah anyways so. for sure
1: Yeah, so shuttle was hit or miss for some. Didn't sound like it was too bad for you. I just decided to not deal with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, I think the big thing, the next big thing that I heard a lot of complaints about, which I think I felt like this one was pretty justified, is there are a lot of areas where it was really hard to watch people. Oh, yeah. Like if they were in a middle court. Difficult. Very hard to watch. There were some towers which you could go up to, which were kind of cool. I thought those were kind of nice. It was a fun area to watch from. But you can only see certain courts there yeah and
2: i think it's a missed opportunity because on the there's a section of where it was difficult to watch on the back side of the course where the majority of the outdoor courts were they put this vinyl on the back side that is not see-through at oh, all are talking about the banners the banners yeah yeah and it blocks wind for sure and but but if you wanted to watch you along that side on the left side like yep. you you're out of luck you could not watch, you can see through, through those things. And I think that's a missed opportunity as well because on that backside, you could walk behind there like, you know, to help get to the courts and whatnot. And that could have easily been a place where people could camp, with their chairs and watch their friends and family play.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I do, I wish they wouldn't, maybe if you're going to do the banners, like I don't know that they need to be as big as they are, like maybe take up like the top quarter or top third of a fence. Mm-hmm. So then the bottom part, you can see. You can watch through. So right. spectating was a little frustrating depending on the courts you were on. Some were pretty good. Like if you, all the indoor courts, those were really easy to watch. I thought they did a good job being able to watch those courts. There was a lot of seating mm-hmm. indoor, um, and it was nice uh, a yeah. few of the days to escape the wind. Yes. They also had a mezzanine
2: inside yeah. as well that you can kind of watch over. So yeah, that was cool.
1: Yeah. I thought the indoor courts were were done well. and. Uh, Friday. Much, much better than the last
2: time I played there, which was like over a year ago I played on, on those courts indoor and it was bad. Yeah, it and was better this time. It was better, a little bit better like there's, it was dark last time and this, inside it wasn't
1: as dark, it could be brighter but you know, it was fine I guess. Yeah, I had wished all my matches could have been done in there just to avoid some of the elements outside because Friday was was pretty windy and cold um, but yeah it, I thought the indoor did uh, pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I there were a few other complaints. I saw like you know, I heard one of the days there was a bracket that didn't get their medals until like one thirty a.m. No way. Which is insane. Do you imagine? I
2: wouldn't have even stayed. Why would I stay? Like getting
1: oh. the, like you mean finishing or getting the medals? I was under the impression. I'm assuming if they were getting their medals that late, that the match didn't finish until you know one o'clock or something, which is. Nuts! That I mean, I heard most days it sounded like things went to at least eleven, <laughs> possibly even midnight, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And here's what's even crazier to me: it actually didn't seem like it was because the tournament was ran inefficiently. Because all my matches that I played very fast. Like, in fact, I almost thought some of them were too fast. I wanted a little <laughs> bit singles, more. Yeah. yeah, for singles, like I wanted a little more time between. And every time I looked, was watching someone else's bracket. If they were waiting a long time, it wasn't because they had an opponent and they had and didn't have a court. Mm-hmm. It was that they had to wait for other matches to finish, which is not something you can speed up. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what slowed it down. So they didn't seem to run it inefficiently. It just seemed that there were so many people. I mean, we have a fifty person bracket. Yeah, a fifty team bracket, which there was a lot of them that were you know forty, fifty, however many people. Okay.
2: So tell me this then, this is your second Nationals experience. How was your Nationals experience in Indian Wells? Because you went to Indian Wells last year.
1: Oh, yeah. If you've never been to Indian Wells, be thankful you haven't been there because you would have come here and been like, what the heck is this? Oh, okay. Indian (laughs) Wells is
2: so (laughs) So much better.
1: Indian Wells, like, these aren't even in like the same tier. Like Indian Wells felt like this is like top, top, top notch, like peak pickleball venue, Mm -hmm. everything Everything and it was ran well to too? Ran great. Oh yeah. I mean yeah. Like I don't know if I can say better necessarily. I don't remember hearing any brackets going to 1:30 a.m. Right. probably cuz they didn't have. But the experience was top notch as would. Well. Yeah, bathrooms, great. Courts. Water what? everywhere. Oh. Courts huge. Yeah. Seating around every court like yes.
2: Well, that 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 facility was made for
1: like spectators in mind.
2: Yeah. This place not so much. Not so much.
1: <laughs> right. So I, I'm i sure anyone who has been to Indian Wells was going to be disappointed with this one no matter what because Indian Wells just set the bars. I have never been to a better venue than Indian Wells. Yeah. There's no pickleball venue yeah. I've been to that I thought was better. Honestly,
2: well, Indian Wells is, I've heard, I've never been, is one of the top uh, you know, tier, also like tennis tournaments and yeah. a top tier like venue as well. And so here's the thing. Why did they decide to do Because – Like, if you're going to spend all this money to resurface these courts, set up Pickleball uh, Boulevard, get all these vendors, like, I almost feel like there are other established venues out there that can house or, you know, like, cater to this many people. Like, let's just say, I don't know, if there was a baseball arena, basketball arena, or whatever within the city, because, you know, we're in Dallas. It has all those large amenities um and those venues so why not you know utilize those you'd have parking you'd have the bathrooms yep. you'd have the infrastructure
1: and if you're and you're already spending this money to repave repave and have pick why up not course, pay a facility
2: you're right exactly
1: and have all their amenities there so i i've heard a lot of different things i was just looking up who owns the brookhaven country club because for some reason i thought it was tom dundon but I'm not seeing anything come up about, actually, let me just do this, mm-hmm. um, Dundon, um Braces, Pickleball, No, well, no, it's only talking about Nationals. So I don't know if he actually owns this club or not, but I've heard a lot of different things about why it ended up here um, that may have, I've heard things ranging from uh, Indian Wells may have possibly been too expensive or they didn't. Want Pickleball back? I have absolutely no clue if those are true. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, I heard those forever ago, so it's way too hard to say. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, another thought is that uh, people obviously wanted the pros playing this, and PPA had all the pros. And you know how they weren't really letting them play events outside of PPA before, like, all this merger crap? Like, basically, Uh you only played PPA. You definitely weren't playing APP. Nationals was one of those events where it was like, well, like... You can't go play this. And I'm sure it was – I feel like it probably strong-armed USAP a little bit into like, okay, we're going to have to work with them if we want to do this. So my hunch is that it was kind of calling the shots on where it was going to be then, which made it here, especially since they're based in Texas. I don't know for sure that that, that's how it all played out, but that's my theory on it. If it was – Bad choice. <laughs> if, here's my thought. If, for the spectators. If we were not forced out of Indian Wells, and it was someone's choice to not do Indian Wells, but we had that as an option, mm-hmm. you messed up. You messed I, up. Like, I mean,
2: it could have been a financial option, like you said. It,
1: yes. If that was a thing, give you that. But also, I heard like the renovation was a, millions of dollars. For I this. heard it was $7 mil. It's a lot of money. Like, Could Indian Wells be more than $7 million? To... You're asking the wrong person. I know, but that would be... I don't know either, but that would be crazy if it's more than that. Yeah,
2: the experience was
1: not the best. I mean, it wasn't
2: bad. No, I I, I
1: I was expecting way worse. Okay. Way worse. Right,
2: right. I think for first time running, Nationals had a venue you've never done it before with the
1: court space. And
2: I, I would say for the most part, it's a success yep. minus some interesting choices.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I, I heard people talking about... um for people in like wheelchairs handicap it wasn't as uh, accessible like the small walkways they're very tight i didn't see any ramps uh for like center court and i actually i don't even know where you would have parked a wheelchair if you got up there uh so i could see that being a complaint but i thought there were i don't know it just wasn't that bad I, there was just clear improvements that they could have made yeah like things that i thought were good i thought the food was decent enough mm-hmm. i liked the pizza mm-hmm. i thought it was fine like maybe a little expensive but that's what you expect I thought warming up was not too hard. If you saw a match end, you can usually easily hop on and probably hit there for five, maybe 10 minutes. That was fine. Um, Matches moved quick. Um, There was a lot of things to do on Pickleball Boulevard. There was free drinks. Like, I don't know. I didn't... I think I'm kind of like lukewarm. I don't want it to be there again. You wouldn't mind. But I don't think I'd be like, oh man, I'm not going if it's there. Mm. Let's just hope they learn from some of their mistakes. Like, if next year is back here <laughs> yeah. and they screw up the bathrooms again, there's no forgiveness. Like, yeah. you have no excuse. You, you know what you need to fix. What
2: they need to do is just, they, they can get some of the nice bathroom, like, portable bathroom, like, porta potties that are, that looks like a trailer. Kind of like what we had in Kansas, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of like what we had in Kansas or at Beer City Open if you've ever been there. Yep. Having, like, two of those, but also make
1: one, like, just dedicated for, like, women. Women only, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you probably need more than one. That line would probably get pretty ridiculous, yeah, but, I, get, but I agree. Right. I think you could have even probably solved some of the issue if it was just like, we have some of those, women only over here, and then like, you know, the, yeah. no one wants to use the porta potty but like, I think you and I both know we'll just get over it. Yeah. It's like- Yeah, do what you gotta do. Yeah, it's like, whatever, it's not great, but-
2: <laughs> And also the water jug situation, I only knew one place to fill up water.
1: I knew two, but it was very consistently out of water, I heard from people. I kept just going to the body armor tent and just taking (laughs) drinks from there. Because they were free, so I was like, which was a big walk. But that's definitely something they should have done better. There should be water everywhere. You should not have to walk to the other side Mm -hmm. of courts to get water. Yeah. I feel like also the map where the courts were that wasn't great when i first got there i had to rush to get to a match and i was like i don't know where the court is right because i didn't have the maps aren't everywhere
2: or it's not clear where you can find the station where they show the map but once you kind of figured out where the the courts were it wasn't that big of an issue to get to but yeah if you were getting there for the first time that would have been uh
0: you know
1: some anxiety you would have received some anxiety just like oh where do i go for sure and Which actually we'll talk about that on Singles Day because I definitely experienced that. Okay. But the last thing I wanted to say, because I forgot a lot of people were saying this, I didn't personally experience it. Mm -hmm. Actually, a couple of them I did. It all goes back to the bathrooms. Dude, I'm telling you, I seriously think 50% of their complaints, if they just had better bathrooms, they probably wouldn't have seen most of the complaints they got. Yeah. But here were my things that I heard. I heard they were out of toilet paper a lot. Mm -hmm. Never personally experienced it, but I did hear that a lot. And then the water... And (laughs) like hand station, they were consistently out of uh, paper towels when I was there. And and a lot of of times they were out of water. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if you're going to make us use gross porta potties, at least have lots of water. Yes. To wash our hands. Yeah. Someone should be waiting there like all day, like basically just making sure they have toilet paper and water. Yeah. So, all right. That's enough about the bathrooms. But yeah. Uh, Also, shout out to all the refs, volunteers uh, working this event because... I know the rest are not making a lot of money, and they're doing, like, 6, 7 a.m. till midnight, like... <laughs> till 1 o'clock. Dude, like... In the morning. You gotta be a different, like, breed of person <laughs> to want to do that and basically make no money. In some cases, lose money. Like, that's... They're definitely losing money. That's crazy to me. Would you ever... Could you ever see yourself doing that? Like, no. willingly. Same. No. I There's way, no way, <laughs> way better things to do.
2: Yeah, unless it was during in shifts or something. Like, yeah. but if I mean, not for a full day. Like, if it was until I wouldn't want it to be until midnight or one o'clock. But if my shift, you know, let's say it was like nine to like one, and I
1: chose, I was like, okay, that's not. But like for one day. But for a
2: whole day.
1: Yeah. You know, no. Yeah, I I made sure to try and thank my refs because I like I. I Whenever I said thanks, I genuinely meant because it's like, you guys are here a lot. You're getting yelled at a lot. Like people, you know, half the players think you're an idiot, like trying to screw them over. So it's like, thank you to everyone who did that. Um, But yeah, so, all right. You want to talk tournament results here? Yeah, all right. So I'll go with my
2: tournament results first. So for singles day, I went zero and zero. That's the most impressive result I've ever seen. Yeah, I know. (laughs) You want to tell them how that happened? Okay, so apparently like, when I signed up for nationals, I thought I signed up. I mean, I did sign for everything. I thought I paid for everything, but apparently I didn't pay uh, for my singles registration. And I missed the deadline. I didn't know. And basically, I owed them like 30, maybe 40 bucks. Yeah. And so they dropped me, which I was like a little bummed, but also at the same time, I'm like, okay, whatever. I am mad at it. But there is a part of me that's more bummed because I was hitting and training like, Quite a bit of singles, yeah. Uh, you know, the past couple weeks with uh, my good buddy Kale from Tulsa, who did play pro, so I was like, oh man, I want to see if like I've improved. Yeah, I want to see if it helped. Yeah, but yeah, I went I'm just so to confused
1: zero. how that happened because I remember we were in Kansas where right, you I, got the sign up right, and if you marked yourself for all of them, how would it not have like, allowed just, you to pay the lump sum of money at once? Like, that's, that's what why I thought. I'm confused. Yeah, I. I don't know if I unchecked it or something because it'd
2: be oh to me. I'm like, man, it'd be so stupid of me to like select it, but then go to pay with the, you know, intent
1: of paying for the whole thing to have unsolved. But also if you unselected it, you wouldn't have even gotten an email later saying like, Hey, you need to pay. Right. I don't know. This I, is the most classic pickleball brackets website thing, right? I hate pickleball brackets
2: and whatever pickleball tournaments or whatever, like registering and sign up is such a chore. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to look at our start times or the brackets more because I do not want to navigate
1: the site at it's, all. I will say the more I've used it and they've made some changes, it is it's a bit better. lot better than pickleball tournaments. Still has a ways to go, but it. If we had to go back to tournaments, I would be upset. Like viewing a bracket, yeah. Now that they highlight the green to show you who won, yes. it's very helpful in seeing like what the scores were and stuff. Yes, yes. So that's good, but yeah, was I remember it was like a day. A couple days before the event, I was, like, looking up the start times and made sure we knew what days and everything everyone was playing. And I was like, Will, I was like, what day do you play? I was like, I'm looking you up, and I can't find you anywhere. (laughs) And you were like, I don't know. I'll go look it up. And you just weren't there. (laughs) I just wasn't there. It's fine. (sighs) That's a bummer. That's a bummer. Uh, On a scale of 1 to 10, like, where would you rate your disappointment in not getting to do singles?
2: In not, uh, maybe, a six.
1: Oh, okay. That's actually more it's, than I it's, Yeah, it's, I was thinking maybe it'd be like a four. Yeah, It'll,
2: yeah, it was a six. Just the only reason is because I've been playing a lot of singles, and I'm a better singles player. Yeah. And um, yeah, that yeah. just I don't know. Singles gets me like pumped up. Yeah,
1: you know for sure. But yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, my singles day, mm-hmm. uh, which was a pretty cold day. It's very cold. Like. Yeah, we'll come. We'll come back. But it was cold. Yeah, Uh, it was definitely cold.
2: Would you? Would you rather choose, like, that cold, or
1: would you rather be, like, burning hot? Like what temp? Burning hot? Like we were in Texas that one time. Texas. You choose. I would choose Texas. I mean, this is also Texas technically. (laughs) (laughs) I would choose hot Texas. Hot Texas. Yes. I I really hate being cold. Even though you can always add more layers, I didn't ha- really have the layers to add. I had sweatpants and a hoodie, and we'll talk about why that didn't are work.
2: You, are you sure you're from Minnesota?
1: For sure I am, but I probably <laughs> shouldn't live there. I don't think I was meant to be there. Okay. When when I'm prepped and I have like my jacket and all my warm stuff, it's fine, Okay, but I was not ready. I, when I'm coming to Texas, I was like, it's going to be like 80 degrees. Like, it'll be warm. No, it was like 60s the whole time, Yeah. which if it's sunny, that's good weather. When it's cloudy and a little wet...
2: It's yeah not so great. yeah
1: but uh okay so first singles match okay so here's how this went guys yeah i get up at six i get to the venue about 6 40 and i start warming up and i hit for you know about an hour uh to get moving and i was not checking my phone because my bracket doesn't start till eight mm-hmm. okay national anthem and everything happens at eight mm-hmm. and i'm like okay i'm probably gonna get called any second so i look at my phone and i'm like I have a text from 30 minutes ago. I was like, hey, report to court C4 now. And I was like, 30 minutes ago, I was like, I might be defaulted. And this is where I started freaking out because I didn't know the layout. Mm -hmm. I figured out where the end courts were, which were all the outdoor ones. I didn't know how the indoor ones worked. Mm -hmm. So I'm running all around. I can't really find it. I'm asking people. I'm like, where the heck is this court? Sometimes the refs didn't even know where it was. I would ask (laughs) them. They're like, dude, you know as well as I do. And I'm like. Okay, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I eventually find it, and I get there, and I see them waiting, and they kind of just wave, like, oh, yeah, we're over here. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, first, if I got defaulted, I would have been so mad. Yeah. I actually would have argued it because the start time was listed at 8, and we hadn't even done, like, the national anthem yet, so I would have been like, there's no tournament where we always we start before that. Right, right. So I definitely would have argued, but thankfully, opponent was super understanding. Ref was super understanding. It, it all worked out fine uh, it's possible also that it could have just been telling me this is where your court's gonna be and they may not have actually been waiting that long like maybe they had gotten there five minutes before i don't know mm. but i was panicked
2: but also you got the text late it could just be there's so many people there maybe they're all getting texts maybe i don't know the cellular system wasn't going through so the texts were coming in slow because that happens
1: well except i got it early oh, you got it early yeah i got it like at 7 30 uh, my match wasn't listed till 8 gotcha yeah so anyways, I got there um, to the first match, uh, played that one, ended up winning it in two. I started up 7-0, and I was like, oh, okay, I got this. Guy came back, and he I think that match ended like 11-9. And I was like sweating bullets when he started catching up because I was like, what the heck? I was like, how did I just blow a 7-0 lead? Like, I thought I had this. You know, it happens, man. It does. and um, What can you do? But he was a good opponent. That guy was really fast, and he was – good at switching his hands when he was outstretched like he would just put it in his left hand and hit like a drop
2: Mm. and he hit
1: it well and i was like it's
2: annoying the most annoying thing
1: it is because there was actually one that he got that i was not expecting him to get to and it kind of went right at me and i like just tried to not get hit in the face and like i hit it out and i was like how did he i just wasn't ready for him to get it i was like (laughs) "Oh, i won the point no so like super fast guy super nice guy um ended up winning that one. And then I'm convinced, man, (laughs) these PPA tournaments are rigged. (laughs) If I have to play Jamin or AJ (laughs) one more time in a tournament, for those of you who don't know, the gold medal match that Will and I played in Mm -hmm. was against these two kids, Jamin and AJ. Yes. They're very good. I have now had to play them in a final in Kansas. I, we had to play them at Duper Nationals. Yes. Uh, or I guess we didn't have to play doubles against them, but we played singles against them there.
2: And, and we played doubles against them in uh, PPA
1: Texas in Rockwall. Yes. In, earlier in the summer. Yes. That. And then I get lined up with one of them in singles. And I'm like, I can't. And I've lost. Every time I've ever played to them, yeah, I've lost. You're 0 and 3 No, no. You you beat them. I mean, where it counts, you've lost. You beat them. True. Last year at Nationals, I 2 v one them. And you beat them. And they got way better since then. Yes. So, Anyways, they're super rock stars now, but I did laugh. I was like, gosh, Let me I can't escape you guys. Yeah, what's the score? Let me see. You lost him 8-11, yep. 11-9, 9-11. Very close. Dude, I, I, this is probably my favorite singles match I've ever played. Really? I really wish. Even more than playing against me the first time we met? Yes, because I got <laughs> rocked, so that wasn't so fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair, fair, fair. But it was it was a really good match. Uh I really wish it had been filmed. I just, I, I, wasn't in the mindset to like turn on my camera. A lot of the courts didn't have space, so I just Did, didn't bother.
2: Didn't one of the PPA staff come up to you and was like, "Hey, I know you are like you. Why aren't you filming? You yeah, can no. film because yeah. they probably thought that like, you know, we were because fl- <laughs> that
1: incident where the copyright strike. the copyright strike on our YouTube channels. Yeah, like,
2: hey, we we took that offer. You can do it now. Go yeah. do it. Yeah,
1: I know. And I was like, yeah, it's just the space. Like, but yeah, he. We had a great match. I mean, you can just tell by the score, 8-11, 11-9, 9-11. Very close. Mm -hmm. Um, It was super fun to win the second one, obviously go to a third. And then I was down a bunch. Uh, Like, I want to say I was down like 3-9 in Uh the third. Oh, wow. Made a big comeback. Um, I don't know. It's hard to describe it, I guess, without having video to show you guys. But a lot of good energy in that match. And I like playing them. Yeah. Because they're just really respectful, nice kids. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, they're yeah. like young adults almost. I think they're almost 18. So kids probably not the best term. But like, they're just super nice. Like playing them. I'm not mad. I'm not worried about them hooking me. I'm not worried about them doing something ridiculous. Like, yeah, they're just good. Yeah. You're just worried about them tarnishing your reputation <laughs> by just destroying you every
2: single game.
1: <laughs> One of these days I'm going to beat them. I well, well, let's move on to this. Really, well, okay. Let me finish singles real quick. All right. Next match. I was also late to my next singles match. And when I got there, the ref was like, if you had not been here in the next 20 seconds, you would have defaulted.
2: Oh, that would have been horrible.
1: So when I finished that match against him, I was like, oh, I'll have time. You know, usually tournaments, you might wait like 20 minutes. Yeah. I think I got the text within like three minutes. Mm -hmm. And somehow my phone marked it as red. So like, I just didn't see it. And so at some point I was done talking to someone. I looked at my phone and I was like, 18 minutes ago. (laughs) So again, I'm scrambling to try and find this court eventually yeah. find it yeah so the matches
2: went fast i for, for those of you guys out there i got there at the venue around
1: what like eight o'clock uh, a little later a little later you showed up oh because you missed my Jamin match so it was probably after
2: yes nine maybe
1: right right and then
2: i was like okay i'm here i'm gonna catch your your next match yeah and i left and i went to go you know check out the venue and stuff and then i came back and you're like oh no i'm done and i'm like what yeah <laughs> I felt like I just walked like just around the venue to check out like food or whatnot, just get the lay of the land. I came back and you're like, "Oh, I already finished." And I was like, "What? What happened?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "That was well, did you did you forfeit?" Yeah, <laughs> <I> <laughs> did mean, basically or, almost or, did or maybe they saw you like, "Oh my gosh, you're Chris Olsen." Okay, I'll default for you, so <laughs> you can the fun.
1: Maybe, Thank, unfortunately, not. But when I did get to that match, for some, I mean, I think against Jamin. It was probably some of the better singles I've played, or at least uh, very intense. So when I did finish that match, like, my back started hurting and my legs were just really sore. So when I got to the next match, I feel like I just wasn't in it. Like, it was it was windier on that court. I was sore. Uh, my opponent was also just good. Like, I think even if you took those things away, my opponent was beating me. He beat me 15-4. So, like,
0: Sheesh. even if you
1: took away my back being, like, sore or whatever, he was probably beating me. He was a really good player. Really Good drops. Um, but yeah, he he just messed me up. So he's he was a good player, and uh, no comeback this time. Well, oh, yeah, no, no comeback no. this time. Didn't even feel like you're gonna come back. You know, no, I could tell by the time he got to like 10, I, I didn't give up, but I was like, I don't have an answer for this guy. I have am I'm, I'm gonna go on a quick little
2: tangent. Sure, okay. Me and Nam and Justin on the way to dinner later that night or the next day, we had this argument in the car. And Nim asked a very interesting question. He says, Would you rather be up 7 1 in a game? Or would you have rather be down 1 7, but then have clawed back to 11 7? This is, this is if you're in the back jar and you're playing up to 15. Okay. Okay. So you're playing one game up to 15, and you're up 7 1, and this nope. is the point of the game. Or would you have been like to have been down 7 1 and then. Like had the momentum and now the score is eleven seven in your favor.
1: So which scenario would you do rather? do I Did do you, the outcome is the same either way? The outcome Like you get to the same score either way? Yeah, you get to the same score either way. So basically the question
2: is, would you like are you a person who likes to be ahead? Or do you like to come from behind and then get slightly No ahead, ahead for sure. You wanna stay ahead no for sure? No way I
1: want to be down. One because it means I but you'll, you, but but the outcome is the same. You will get to seven, eleven. I'd rather be ahead. You would rather be ahead it, mentally. It's better for me to not be down. Okay, like I, I do feel like I have the mentality of like, oh, you, you can always like kind of claw back. That's kind of what happened with uh-huh. Jamin. But I feel like it's way more mentally fatiguing. For me to be down and then get up than if I'm just ahead.
2: Interesting. Okay, I what think I would, you? Ch- I would choose the second option. Really, that I would have been down seven one, but somehow semi- I clawed my way and now I'm up 11-7. Okay, why? Because I have the momentum and now I'm I'm still ahead at this point in time and I'm closer to the win. If we're playing to fifteen, but even the other way, you're still you still get ahead, right? Yeah, you are still ahead, but it's I I think. Oh, okay, so the question really now becomes: Do you want? I mean, technically, you both have. Essentially, momentum riding yeah. for you. Yep. But let's just say for this scenario, you know, obviously, like, I'm not giving you the full story, but let's say for the coming back from 7 Eleven, I have the momentum carrying me at that point in time. Right. Like, full momentum. So I, I, I guess I
1: do get that because you, if you start with the lead and they caught up, but you still get to the same point, you now feel like I blew my lead. Right. Versus like I came back and now I'm hyped up. Right. Exactly. I guess I get that. So, I mean, I was just curious. Let us know in the comments, guys, which one would you rather? Yeah. Do you like being, like, ahead or do you like,
2: like, clawing your way back and now you are ahead and now you have the momentum riding behind you? So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's just different mindsets and also it could also just be part of your your play style. And that kind of makes sense. I you know, now that you said you'd rather be ahead, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Anyways.
1: Interesting. So, yeah, that was my singles day. Ended up going uh, one and two, which... I for sure would have liked to go deeper, but I think that Jamin match was so good to me that, like, I'm kind of happy with it. Like, mm-hmm. it just, it was just fun. And I feel like if I'm, if I played my best and I had fun, I I feel good about how I did versus like, if you just get stomped, it's not very fun. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, oh, I played bad and I got stomped. That's not good. Okay. Well, we can talk about the stomping. <laughs> oh, yeah. That we got
2: in our doubles day. We definitely got stomped. Okay. So doubles day, I'm feeling pretty good. And here's mm-hmm. the thing: it was a much better showing, at least in my opinion. Even though we went 0-2, yeah. Uh, but I think we played rather well, like decently and enough,
1: for sure. Better than Duper Nationals, yes. Not even close. Yes,
2: we went 0-2, and the first game we played, which is funny, we played against this guy named Brody and it's got his partner named Dale Christian Gutierrez. And, and here's, but go ahead. I was, saying, I played with Brody the night before. Yeah. Okay. Just some rec games. And I told you I said, like, dude, this is I already knew going into this match that it was it was gonna be tough for us. Yeah. More I mean, it was gonna be tough for me. Yeah. And I already played him, but I knew it was specifically gonna be tough for you because yeah. Rody is essentially a banger, but he hit this no. this guy has the craziest <laughs> forehand I've ever seen. Okay. And here's the thing, guys. I played against pros. Yeah. And Rody has one of the craziest forehands I've ever seen. And he's not a so pro so much top spin. He, he holds it like he, almost he, Western. No, he
1: does hold it Western. While we, while we talked and we looked at it, it is basically just semi-Western, but I think he's he's a little, he's a tiny bit further to where it doesn't quite cross Western. Because when he holds it, I'm like, okay, that is a semi-Western grip. But when you watch him hit, you're like, what the heck is wrong with your wrist? Part of it is because he holds it very loose. But yes, he gets
2: r- ridiculous top spin. If yeah. you did your spin test... His RPM numbers would I, they would have to be in. They gotta be hitting three thousand.
1: I don't know if they whatever it was. He's this guy's literally hitting drives over our head, and I'm like, oh, that's out. Literally over my shoulder, and I turn around and I'm like, oh, nice. It was the middle of the court. Yeah, (laughs) like this is like literally like
2: like eye level to me, and it's dropping down the line. It's not even going cross court. It's going down the line. Yeah. And is dipping in, and I'm like, what? Yeah, it was. But here's the thing. I knew it was going to happen, but it takes a little while to get used to it. And yeah. then I was like, oh, man. And he also hits it pretty fast and hard, and I was like, oh, man. If One thing Chris hates, he hates just bangers. <laughs> you bangers. know what's
1: funny about this? Yeah. Maybe they didn't know this, and I was so glad they didn't know this. What? I never, his partner, who we're going to get to in a second, was even even crazier banger. Yes. Brody was like, he hit pretty hard, but it was mostly a lot of spin. Yes. For some reason, they just drove everything at you. Who was the better player to drive it at? Or worse player to drive it at because you handled that pace better? His partner, every time I watched him game one, just pretty much every drive got blasted at you that I remember. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm glad that's not me. That's me, yeah. I barely got some of those back. And honestly, some of them, a
2: lot of them, were, I would say,
1: like, maybe... At least 50% were going out. Yes. At least. But But you didn't have time.
2: You didn't have time. And you weren't sure either because they were so low. Yeah. And usually when balls are that low...
1: You know, I, there was time I tried to dodge
2: it, and it would nick me. And I'm like,
1: oh yep. my gosh. Well, Okay, now we got to tell the people. This guy is playing with a Gearbox Pro Power. And so he, it's like, Will outside of me, it's probably Will's first time really experiencing someone who's used it a lot yes. against him. And he the man it. weighs it up to nearly 11 ounces. It was like 10 and a half. He was ripping them. The, it, it, okay. I can hit ball pretty hard with it. Like, if, if I'm like not tense it's like okay very powerful especially compared to other paddles i've hit Mm -hmm. this guy hits a drive and i'm like i didn't know someone could hit a drive this hard yeah like the first few that came at you i was like what just happened yeah it it, yeah it was crazy like this guy had an absolute monstrous drive and now that you've played against it in a tournament and someone who could hit it that hard Mm -hmm. and you got hit that many times yeah what's your take on it
2: Mm, my first take on it is that it's probably not good for the game and i said this too in my review of it i was like i'm not sure and then any anybody out there who says that that paddle is not powerful you're just you're out of your mind
1: dude i watched a lot of people with that paddle this tournament i tried a ton of them i had I guess I didn't really get to hit yours, but I had John Q bring his, and I bounced around. feels just like mine. Yeah. And I hit some other ones. I I even bounced after our match. I hit his just to see. Same thing. So here, I'm going to go on a tangent really quick. We'll come right back to this. If you guys get this paddle, you have to, you have to, have to break it in. Whether or not this is intentional design, what we have come to the conclusion is this paddle changes as you hit it. Like a brand new one does not feel like a broken in one, and every single person who has had it for enough time to break it in, Mm -hmm. it feels exactly like mine. So people for a while were like, oh, like the reviewers probably got juiced ones or whatever. I've hit enough like consumer ones now, and I even bought this trip. I bought two for myself, Mm -hmm. brand new ones, and I'm going to hit them and break them in so I can like make a whole video on this. But anyways, if you think it doesn't have power, break it in because I promise you there is undisputably, you cannot dispute that this is the hardest hitting battle in pickleball. There's right. no shot.
2: Right. That's like you can use. That's like l- legal. legal. Yeah. Um, well, some people argue that it's not legal. But anyways, <laughs> I-, I would say to also, I think I would need to play with more high level people who's playing with it to kind of get used to the pace. I think I, think I can like adapt and handle it. It will be difficult. Yes. But I could imagine that if you know kinda of how to hit it hard and you're playing lower levels and people are not as skilled, like this will be a very big problem yeah. for them. And yeah. like somebody will get hurt. Yeah. If if you you know if you know how to use it and you're not careful. It's I something. mean, when
1: he had an overhead, I was like, I'm not even going to try and hit this back. Yeah. I, it was, there's no way. Even if I got a paddle on it, it I wasn't going to get it in the court. Yeah. It was it was pretty tough. Uh,
2: we did do better the second game. We lost, what was it, like 11-4, 11-7, something uh, like that.
1: Oh, second game. We lost 11-7. Okay. Yeah, in the second one. Because we, we basically figured out, like, okay, we should either hit it to the gearbox guy's backhand. Because his backhand wasn't nearly as good as his forehand. Yeah. And Brody... What we realized is, one, we should drive it mm-hmm. at him because of his grip, you can yeah. kind of jam him up, or you should speed it up at him. But we just kind of realized it too late, and it was hard to you know claw back. Like they were still
2: mm-hmm.
1: beating us in points, so it wasn't like oh we figured it out and now they don't get any points. Right. I would suggest that if
2: you do uh, face somebody who has this paddle, uh, if you get to the kitchen line, try speeding it up. If you have a pretty decent speed up off the bounce or even yeah. out of the air, speeding actually up to the person who has the gearbox because hard to control it can be hard to control but i mean if they're sitting on it and they're waiting to just like tap it back like you're going to be in trouble but if they do that a few times and yeah, don't do that but like you might find some success in speeding it right at them because it is hard to control they might pop it up and then you can put it away yep. or even um, just hit it out or yeah or the, yeah they can just hit it out exactly so that's something that i would probably try and do and if you have a decent drive I mean, yeah, I tried driving into his backhand, and it did work. Because so I was like, yo, let's yeah. not drop it, because as soon as we get to the kitchen, and yep. if our drops aren't good enough or our dinks aren't good enough, they're high enough. Yep. Yeah, they just, just on tap. defense. Exactly. So
1: I do think, last thing on this gearbox, so after experiencing that game, I'm like, okay, that's insane. I mean, it, I personally felt the drives were to the point where as you saw him wind up, mm-hmm. if you did not decide in that moment, am I letting this go or am I hitting this? It was too late. Pretty much any other paddle doesn't matter. They can hit the ball, and then you could decide. This one, I didn't feel like you had that time, so it was really hard to figure out. Like, Even if you decided, I'm going to hit this, you don't know, is it my shoulder? Is it my chest? Is it left, right? Right. You know, not a lot of time. But I have a feeling if you showed players six years ago a thermoformed paddle or the, the banging that happens now, they would be like, that's really bad. We don't let the game go there. Yeah. So I do think people adapt, but I definitely think the gearbox is at that upper, upper limit of what is just going to be possible
2: for people to deal with. You know who else feels like it's at the, surpass the upper limit? Who's that? Your brother.
1: Yes. (laughs) My brother did get rocked by some gearboxes this weekend and was was not too happy about it. Oh, man. (laughs) And the second guy he played, I have no idea what his name was. That guy knew how to use that paddle. Like, I'm watching these people play this paddle, and I'm just thinking about all the people who have commented on my review. Mm-hmm. like, this paddle's not powerful. And I'm watching these people play, and I'm like, there's no way you watch this guy, and you think, yeah, that's a soft paddle. There's Yeah, there's
2: absolutely no way. I didn't get to see any of it. All I know is that your brother was livid. Yeah. After you came. I never heard somebody flip the script so much on a paddle that he disliked or like, Right. Because right. he's like, oh,
1: yeah, it's fine. Not a big deal. And then after that, yep. oh, you heard it. Was not good. Nope. Um, now, funny enough, after we lost this match, yeah, we were waiting for the loser of the next match. Yes. And it was Jamin and AJ, and they nearly lost. They yep. got rocked pretty hard in their first game. They won their second, and in the third, they were down quite a bit. Yes. At least 10-7. So I was like, <laughs> I was like we're going to play them again. I was like, we can't <laughs> escape them. I was like, who is bringing this draw? But they did end up winning. Uh, it was... Amazing comeback for them. Great job to them. Um, we played their opponents who were very good.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh it was uh Taylor, I believe his name was Taylor and Parker. Taylor and Parker, yeah. yeah. They're from I believe they're from Kansas City. So some of my friends knew them. Uh Taylor's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Drove had good hands. Uh mm-hmm. Parker, I think, was the taller
1: gentleman. Was he the lefty?
2: Yes. Okay. I believe that's him. And uh I mean I hope that was
1: him. But anyways, uh he he's a solid five oh. Yeah, I looked them up. I think I think they were both 5-0 duper, or if—I know at least one of them was, and the other one might have just barely been below, but yeah. they were really good.
2: They are very good. I think, like, one of them or 2 but well, maybe both of them have played in some pro, like, Qualifier. qualifiers. Qualifiers, yeah. yeah. So they're very good. Not to say it wasn't, like, not doable,
1: but, yeah. I think have we—if we could have played maybe a little cleaner on certain things, I think— I don't think that is a team that is impossible for us to beat. Right. But I think, like. But they just played better. Yeah. I think for the majority of the time they probably beat us.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And part for sure. of it, I
2: was like, Chris, where? Unleash the fear <laughs> box.
1: <laughs> you... the, the problem was there was just. Well, maybe there was. I, I don't know. My memory is probably super skewed. I just never feel like I had a ball like high enough to do anything with. Like these ones here, I'm like. What do I do? But I agree. It needed it needed. Even more. on
2: the serves, though. Like, no, oh,
1: true. For sure. This, come the, on. Yeah, we did talk about this. The serves, I needed to hit harder, but I just, like, was not confident that day. Not even because of the paddle. I just, like... You're not confident. It was today. just a lack of confidence, period. Yeah. But Maybe it's from singles or whatever. Because,
2: all right, so here's the thing. Back in Texas, I mean, in, in Duper uh, national That was the
1: one thing I could do yes this, that's what i'm saying like,
2: so i was like i was watching you to like hit these serves over i was like chris
1: you're like come on dude do you know that you you have a ferrari in your hand and you're driving 40 miles an hour oh my gosh and i was like chris
2: i can't i need you to help me like set something up yeah. because like i was like there's nothing that i can do yeah and i was like i i want to do some more like shaking myself okay i need yeah. you just to rip this and i'm running there and i'm gonna see what happens yeah but i didn't get that chris i didn't get
1: we definitely, I definitely needed to probably just resort to banging the ball. That was probably the about the best thing I could have done in that well, game. Well, I
2: mean, like, our dinging wasn't that bad in that game, but uh, when we both got to the kitchen, yeah, uh, I think we both could dink fine, but as soon as they initiate or we get into a yeah. hand battle or something, they were just better. They were just better. Like, we can only get a few back, and then also many of those speed-ups and stuff was going to you, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, and eventually yeah. if we don't attack first, like, we're going to get attacked, mm-hmm. and, you know,
1: but other than that... Like, that's what happened. Yeah. So, it was 0-2, you know, kind of rough. But I I think, he, which we'll go into this whole topic here, which is about, like, the issue of skill brackets yes. at nationals, which is a huge problem. Hold that thought. Okay. And need to go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. Go for it. The intermission. Yes. <laughs> Okay, we are back real quick. We had to take our first ever intermission in the middle of a a podcast uh, in case we couldn't make that cut seamless. I'm just going to say that to cover us now. (laughs) But anyways, I do want to talk about the issue of skill brackets because we experience this, everyone experiences this at Nationals. So let's go over a couple things really quick. First of all, at Nationals, I saw a lot of posts, specifically like on Facebook, they would call out specific players. They'd be like, oh. How gross, this 5-0-plus person sandbagging in 3-0. And I'm like, okay. And this, you can't, though. No, you can't because, and this is what a lot of people don't seem, I, I thought everyone knew, but I quickly realized people don't know. Yeah. You do not get to pick the division you play in at Nationals mm-hmm. because they use your UTPR, and there's probably a lot of you out there who don't even know what the UTPR is. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been in pickleball very long and you're only familiar with Duper, UTPR is what we used to use. And the what made it so bad was one, it doesn't update by very much when you finish a tournament. Mm-hmm. And two, it only updates when you play sanctioned uh, USA Pickleball sanctioned tournaments, which is like APP and a number of other tournaments that I've never been to. So I've only played a few APPs. So my UTPR mm-hmm. is 3-5. So they tried to make us play... Well, I did have to play 3-5 singles, even though I play 4-5. Mm-hmm. And they put us in 3-5 doubles originally until yeah. I emailed them and said, guys, Will and I literally got second in a qualifier in 4-5. Yeah. Why are we in 3-5? Well, and then they moved means, us up.
2: They moved us up.
1: But Which, just so everyone knows, that basically doesn't happen. I know tons of people who said, can I please play a higher division? And they said no. So I don't know why we got the, the exception there. Probably because your UTPR is higher. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, we might have been better off in 3-5. Maybe.
2: Maybe. Because, I mean, even in 3-5, there was people in there that were... 5-0 plus. 5-0, according to Duper. Yeah, according to Duper. You yeah. basically had to be...
1: It was basically an open-level tournament. Yeah. it turn Nationals... And in my opinion, I don't even think this is a bad thing. I heard that nationals actually used to be uh, only age divisions, no skill. It was just... Who is the best 19 plus? Who is the best 35 plus? There was no 3-0. There was no 3-5. Okay. And I think that's the better way to do it because the way they're doing it now, if you don't know better, you're essentially lulled into like a, oh, I'm playing, if you're someone who pl- gets put in the correct one, oh, I'm playing 3-0. Well, I'm going to play against a 5-0 and I'm going to get rocked. Yeah. so It's not going to be fun. It might as well just be the age divisions because what it turns out to be is if you are not a top, top-tier player, you're not winning. In any of the divisions. In any of the divisions. You've got to be at least 5-0-plus to win any, any of the divisions. Who won in our division? Uh, I don't remember. I didn't know their names, but Denim Demon got second, and he plays pro qualifiers now. Yes. It's so, like he's gotten way better. And let's let's go over this really quick. Mm-hmm. We'll just talk about the bracket sizes because okay. this is where I have big gripes. So the first number is going to be the men's Bracket size, and the second number is going to be the women's bracket size. We got both of them. And keep in mind that this is 19 plus. Yes. This is only 19 age. plus. We didn't check all the ages because it just would have been too many brackets. Okay. 3-0. 10 people in the men's, 7 teams in the women's. Mm-hmm. Then 3-5. 44 teams for men's, 24 for women's, 4 44 teams, 23 teams, 4-5, 16 teams, 9 teams, 5 5 teams, Four teams. Yeah. So the, I have many complaints. Okay. Obviously, you and I should not have been in a four zero bracket. Should have been in like a four or five bracket. Right. It's you would rather be in those higher. Well, maybe not the 50 five, because you're literally playing like qualifier level people who are really good. Yes. But the teams there's substantially less teams on the really low end and on the really top end. Three five and four zero is just stacked, and yeah. they won't let people. People are trying to play the correct one, and they won't let them. Mm-hmm. How fun is it to say you won with five teams, and how annoying is it to wait around all day in a 44-team bracket? Crazy. Like, like, it can't be fun. No, it's, it's definitely not fun. Like, I would, personally, I think it's harder to win the 3-5 or four-zero bracket than the 5 Because there's more people in there, and more but, talent. It, you're going to be there for 12 hours versus, like, let's say... Let's say upwards of six, but probably realistically three or four. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And you're still playing some people who could play in those 5.0 brackets.
2: Yes. Why not just have them in those brackets? Yeah. But they're just going off
1: UTPR. So. Right. Which is completely useless. I mean, we've talked about it, but it's never updated. So it's completely useless. You don't get a choice. Like, I think Nationals either needs to make a change and say, it's all open level or they need to implement Duper, Duper. Or, or update their rating. System. Even, even if you think Duper's bad, which a lot of people do. Yes. There's a lot of complaints. It's not perfect, but if you compare it, to, and this is why sometimes I'm like people who complain about Duper, I'm like, were you around for UTPR? Because I'm like, Duper makes UTPR, like Duper looks amazing. You're yes. like, oh, holy my, grail. That works.
2: Yes. <laughs> whenever, whenever somebody ever complains to me about Duper, which is very far and few in between, to be quite honest with you. But if they, they do, I was like, I asked them, what's the alternative? Yeah. And they had yeah, nothing. Blank
1: faces. I was yeah. like, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Deal so, with it. So it's like, if if people understand, Nationals should tell you everything you need to know about why Duper is at least a decent system that gets very close in the ballpark, even if it's not perfect 100% of the time. Right. Pretty much any ranking system, mm-hmm. there's always little bits of issues. Also- but. Also, okay. real quick, yeah, I'm just yeah. going to
2: give a shout Quick shout-out to our buddy Nam's nephews, Nate and Matt. They actually got bronze in 3-5, 19-plus, which is pretty impressive when you consider... The teams
1: you're playing. Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty darn impressive.
2: 44 teams, and you got bronze. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: I was actually talking to, to a friend of mine as well, and he was saying he's played quite a few nationals, I believe, and he was like, here's the thing. If you tell me, because I was joking, I was like, D- if you're a five zero guy and you, like, imagine... You're like Denim Demon. You play qualifiers uh-huh. and you win 3-5. And you're going to go make your social post about like, hey, I won nationals. Imagine having to say, guys, I won 3-5. and like, You don't even want to say it because yeah. everyone's like, oh. Someone even messaged me on Instagram. They're like, how bad did you want a medal that you had to play 3-5? And I was like, I didn't want to play 3-5. I was like, yeah. it had nothing to do with the medal. I didn't get to pick. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I just, I think with that, I'm like, it's not even fun to say you won that division because you're not that level. And two, I actually think it's harder to win like the four-o division than it is the five-o division.
2: Yeah, because there's more teams.
1: Just more teams. So it's like, I don't and, know. And in the four division, you have five-o plus talent and players in there still. Like, think about this. How does and I'd love to maybe like one day talk to like one of these tournament organizers who for whatever reason they want to use UTPR. Okay. There's five teams in five-o. We have 44 teams in 4-0, and you know there are people in that bracket that probably asked to go to 5-0, and they got told no. What What? world is it a bad thing for someone to play up a division? There's... It's not. It's not. Especially when you have five teams. Yeah. So I just... I'm just... just... (laughs) When we looked at this little bell curve of the teams, I was almost even more mad, because it's like, you guys have space. Use it. Yeah. The women's side on 5 Four teams. That's hilarious. <laughs> you're, you're basically p- guaranteed bronze. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one team doesn't get a medal. You play one match and you're in the finals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you literally have to play two games. Yeah. That's insane. To win. That's actually crazy. When
2: you think about it. So why? What? Yeah. Why? Why? I, yeah, that I mean, can't be a good experience. I mean, maybe it's a good experience for if if you're a person who's like, oh yeah, I, I won gold
1: and five but, but I can't imagine I even, that's a good. experience. I wouldn't even feel good about it. Okay, well, it's not that I wouldn't feel good about it, but you you feel there's like an asterisk sh- over your match. Yes, like oh, you cheated. had four people in your match or mm-hmm. in your bracket. Cool.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, not everybody's gonna know that.
1: You the people ain't gonna look that up. Well, they won't, and a lot of people do leave that detail out. But for me, I would not. Feel like oh I earned that win. If I go through a forty-four team bracket, I'm like, and I win, I earned that win. You earned that, yeah. Unless you're you know playing pro qualifiers and (laughs) yeah, (laughs) you know, I I mean, okay. Think about this. Let's just think about next year. I'm sure, regardless of my skill level, I'll obviously play next year. But if we let's hypothetically say we stayed the exact same, yeah. Do you think it's mostly pointless to play? Yes. I don't think there was any scenario where you and I were winning our bracket. No. The teams that were in there were just flat out better. So it's kind of like if you know that going in and we're decent players, what's the point? Let me tell you something, Chris,
2: okay? When I go to these tournaments playing with you, I'm always expecting... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to win. I'm always in the impression that these teams are way better than us.
1: Okay. Hey, we got, we have second under our belt. That's not so bad. No, and that was a miracle. (laughs) Look, if you, okay,
2: look, we could say we got second under our belt. And yes, we did. And we did play like a full tie round. But there's a lot of circumstances to that event as well. First of all, we got rained out. We got pushed out. I don't know if people withdrew. We played one game every single time, up to 15. I think we had one team. I think one team withdrew. Okay, one team that we three. were supposed to play. Okay. And yeah. then we only played one game up to 15. And to get to the gold medal match. All oh, right. We didn't have to do to two out of three. Just think about that. Right? You exactly. said we didn't have yeah, to do two true. out of three. And then in true. the gold, then we played best to our three. So there's an true. asterisk under our silver medal <laughs> sure. in Kansas sure. City
1: as well. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, like we I just got it? You got to come to San Clemente. <laughs> no, you're already <laughs> playing with Dave. You can't. No, no, no. You can play against me. Oh, <laughs> because then we can settle this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that would be really fun. It would be fun to play against each other in a tournament. That actually would be fun. We could talk about it. That'd like that be... would be a good like YouTube content. Oh yeah,
2: for sure. We'd have to just make sure we
1: like with how often we've had to almost had to play or almost had to play Jamin and AJ, surely we show up and they're like, yeah, first round, these guys. <laughs> 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 we, we should totally try that sometime next year. That would actually be kind of okay, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, UTPR junk national says I think if I had a biggest complaint about Nationals, period, mm-hmm. it's this. Yes. This makes it borderline, like, why should I even care if I'm not This is elite team? This is always,
2: I don't know if it's always
1: going to be a problem, but do you think that they're even trying to fix this? To me, it feels like they aren't. If you're going to, I would really love to know, and I like to always give people the benefit of the doubt, because there's always two sides to a story. Yeah. So maybe there is a reason, but I personally can't think of a reason why you would use UTPR.
2: Yeah, or not just manually move these people into their if they ask if they ask into the other bracket, and you have to see the entries. Yeah, right. So yeah, why not just move them? Because this is also part of the player experience. Like if you if if these tournaments out there, right? They're I don't know what their main goal is, right? Or maybe PPA Nationals. I I know they're some kind of like different entities, but. If you want people to come to your tournament, and you want it to be pre- prestigious. Yep. You want it, uh, you know, people to come back, yep. right? This to me feels like an an easier logistical fix to make the tournament going experience a positive, a positive one. Yeah, right. Because if it's not positive, what's gonna? Why would I come back? Why would yeah. I dish out this money? Because now it feels like a waste. Like you know, how much was this tournament for entry? Almost three hundred. Almost three hundred for two events. For two events, that's great to come here and to go and do. <laughs> I mean to go onto or to play against people who are not nowhere near your skill or that are like way better than you. Yeah, that cannot feel good. No, right. And then you're watching your friends get destroyed. And then if you're winning these, like you might feel a little hollow if you were in like you know you're a five player and you just like oh I won a thirty five like you yeah. know what I mean? That's not good for the experience. That can't be good for your product.
1: Yeah. No, so, I think it's definitely. I think right now. So fix that. There's a lot of like holding on to like, I think nationals is like, you know, it's nationals. Like you want to win, it's a prestigious event, you want to go. But I do think if they continue down this path, I I think regardless, people are going to go. However, I think people will continually be dissatisfied and the the anger is going to continue to grow. Even as someone who loves tournaments and it's my job and like I have the luxury of like, oh, I could like write off going to this trip or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. I even debate going, like, what's the point? Like, I'm thinking about competing these last few days, and I'm like, yeah, I had fun. It was fine, but, like, is there really a point to doing that? And now if I'm thinking, like, I'm just a player, yeah, and I don't have some of those luxuries, like, why do I want to go?
2: Right, exactly. Compete. Yeah,
1: it's only there just to
2: maybe watch pros, have fun yeah. with some of your friends, maybe you don't get to see. It almost feels, like, better to just go to... And support your your local scene and your 100%. local tournaments. I mean,
1: you and I both have a really good local tournaments yes. every year. Mm-hmm. I I have more to... fun at those than I do at like nationals.
2: Yeah, in the PBA because the experience is not that great. You'd think you paid this extra money and you're going somewhere where more people are coming in yeah. from different parts of the country or different cities that the experience should be better and should be elevated. And they try. Yeah, you know, with drone shows. <laughs> But like <laughs> what's when I see that drone show, what's what's is that all I'm gonna talk about? Is that, I'm not what I'm trying to say is I'm not going to these tournaments to watch a drone show.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Maybe you are. I'm not.
2: Maybe and you guys out the there
1: thing? maybe you are. Do you know how much your local tournament costs to register for each year?
2: Well, maybe like like sixty bucks registration. Yeah.
1: And then like maybe another like 10 or 10 to 20 per event maybe same that's about the same as mine so about like three you know maybe sometimes ours is like 40 or 50 so anyways like anywhere between like three and five times less than like nationals and you get a better playing experience you're right you don't get all the bells
2: and whistles of a drone show
1: right but you get what you care about Right.
2: I think But also, they're
1: smaller. So, I mean, it's not fair to completely compare because, you know, no, the scale not. and the size is not the same. Yeah, 400 versus, like, 3,500. But I do think if you're going to try and do something... Like, part of my issue, uh, this is maybe a silly-ish complaint, but they're they seem so focused on trying to make this the biggest pickleball event... Rather than focusing on how do we make this a good pickleball event, it was like, let's get as many people as we can. Let's like break some record for the most people at a pickleball event. But then it's like, okay, we got everyone there. But then you could have done a better job with the experience for the players overall. Like, yeah. I'd rather see 2,200 people mm-hmm. and you knock that experience out like Indian Wells. Mm-hmm. It, Indian Wells, after last year, I loved it so much. Like, I was so excited to come back. I had a great time with my friends. Yeah, you talked about it. I couldn't even think about a single complaint from mm-hmm. Indian Wells. We have a, a number of them from this. Yes. Even even though I think overall, if we had to rank our whole experience, it
2: was, fa- it was,
1: it was fairly good. But when you think about the money and what this should be, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. like could do better. And I don't know who you blame. Do you blame PBA or USIP? I think they're both kind of at fault here. I don't know who had more control this year, mm-hmm. but USIP has experience doing this. They should have been able to say, hey, maybe these bathrooms are a bad option and you know ppa does so many amateur tournaments that i would think by now they would kind of figure out yeah what makes a good yeah usap did
2: tournament. so according to you usap ran a good nationals at indian wells mm-hmm. uh so why not leverage that so and then ppa i don't know PPA i mean they got a lot of problems yeah right they do right Pro- professional well kind of has
1: a lot of problems it seems like but never-ending problems (laughs) (laughs) anyways uh speaking of just some other topics we'll go over this one real quick yeah holy moly ben getting rocked by chris hayworth hayworth and that gearbox shout outs to hayworth yeah you when you told me that he's like
2: yo ben johnson's down i I forgot what i was doing and then i pulled up the stream i was like oh snap it's hayworth and i the thing is because i know hayworth yeah he's from okc um and uh like my buddy kale who i train with and also a friend of mine named Jenna. They train with Hayworth, and I knew he was very good. I've seen him play, and yeah, he just rips shots. And uh, you know, when he was hitting some of these shots, it's Ben. I was like, "Are you sure that's Hayworth? That looks like Bob Ross." His man was pain line. <laughs>
1: Come on, you know he was he was definitely pain. I have never seen someone make Ben look so silly. Well, but also, Ben didn't look like he was like
2: wanted to be there.
1: I mean, I don't. I mean, yeah, he, he body language was not good, but I have heard. Lots of people have talked about this because you mentioned it on a pod recently, but I guess he does have like a childhood injury where he got like hit in the eye, and I guess in that's why he doesn't play a lot of the indoor tournaments. It's harder to see in there. Yeah, definitely harder to see in there, and if you have an eye injury, like that's going to be part of it, so I'm sure that had a lot to do with it, but I was like, man, the Gearbox was fun while it lasted. I guess we can kiss it goodbye. Okay, but here's
2: the thing. That Gearbox wasn't even the power version. I
1: know. It was it's, the control one. Yeah, but I mean... Well, Hayworth already hits hard. Especially. He does. I mean, that's probably why he doesn't even need the power one. Exactly. You know, he probably hits the level of the power one with the control one. <laughs> and my, if none of you guys have seen it, my meme was was perfect. Oh my! The, gosh. the meme I made of my brother smashing the paddle. You
2: saw it. In, you saw it in the future. I saw it
1: in the future. I made a meme. It was my brother smashing a paddle after a tournament. If you haven't been on my Instagram and. The caption was, Ben Johns after he plays against the new Gearbox. (laughs) (laughs) Did you repost it? You should have reposted it. Yeah, I reposted it on my story and was like, I can see the future. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, congrats to Chris Hayworth. That's a huge win. And I mean, I don't think I've ever seen Ben lose 4-11, 4-11. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He also had a good win against uh, Colin Schick afterwards that went to three. Okay. And Colin was was firing. Yeah. And then also we have to congratulate Mr. Jaume Martinez Vic getting to the final. Yeah, and beating uh Tyson. Oh, yo, he beat Tyson so bad he made Tyson retire. <laughs> yeah,
1: he did drop out of the tournament. I mean, he did, I mean that wasn't <laughs> That wasn't the reason. That wasn't but, the reason. Yeah. But
2: that's <laughs> that's what we are joking about. Right. Yeah. But,
1: but dude, after this I'm like I already liked him. Yeah. I, you know, he's just seeing him like I like his play style. He seems like a good person, but after this tournament I was like there's no way you can look at this guy and not like him. True. He, I, I got to talk to him a little bit in person. Yeah. Watching him on court, he's so nice. He was in the final. Yeah, he's he was funny. just joking with Jw the whole time. Like Supposed to hit it here. Yeah. Here. Yeah, it's just like, this is just a good guy. Yeah. So huge fan, huge fan of him. Like, shout out to Jame. Yeah, shout out to Jame. Um, all right. So Franklin Ball. Yeah. Obviously, everyone had to play with it, and that's what Nationals does here. I want to talk about the pros specifically here. I personally think it's more entertaining watching the pros play with the Franklin than a Dura.
2: Well, what do you na- think? Yeah. Well now it is because these paddles are so powerful. Yeah. And so you need to soften the ball. And we talked about this before yeah. that the ball needs to change. Like something needs to change. Yeah. And if you're not going to do it from the paddle side, because USAP and MLP and whatever are just like not consistent. Yeah. You know, everybody's saying all oh, these paddles are testing our parameters or are failing our test, but we still don't, Fully understand who failed, what failed, how did they fail? Right. So, okay, that's a show. Yep. Let's talk about the ball instead. Yep. Let's make this softer, or let's make this more playable and enjoyable. And I agree. There was a lot more rallies, great points. Uh the semifinal match in the evening with the uh, Pablo Tejas and Federico Staxrud against the Johns brothers. Mm-hmm. That was uh, a great match. More than more, in my opinion, like fun matches to watch because. Man, was going in there, and he was wailing on this ball. Yeah. Like, running in, like, whipping backhands out of the air, swing volleys. And then I was like, wow, that was awesome to watch. And you never see Federico really do that
1: all that much. But he did do it because, you know, I think it's partly, like you said, it's with the Franklin. Well, and you get a lot more chances to, like, reset the ball so you see some, like, really incredible gets. The firefights are longer. Yeah. I think people... I don't know this, but I'm just assuming that they're probably a little less scared to speed the ball up because you're not worried about eating one counter and it's over because it's a Dura. Yeah, unless they have a Gearbox Battle. Unless they have a Gearbox Battle. Because
2: we are playing with Franklin Battles, and then other people with Gearbox Battles were just ripping them A still. Dura might
1: have been better for us because the ball yeah. probably just would have been out every time. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. So, ooh. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. For the pros, I pers- I'm sure they didn't like... Playing with the Franklin, if I had to guess, it's uh, harder to put the ball away. Things last longer. It's more fatigue on the body. But in terms of the spectator view, I'm definitely in favor of the ball getting a little bit slower because there was a ton of matches that I was like, this is super entertaining pickleball. Yeah. Points that I feel like, it's not that you don't see, but they're just consistently being longer. And it's like, yeah, it's really entertaining.
2: I mean, I think those Duras are going to be out anyways. Soon They are
1: They are gonna be out soon Uh, And it's because like
2: I don't know Was it their contract Was ending or something So Well they
1: just put out a bid For like Next year's ball Or whatever Ah Yeah So it'll be interesting To see how that goes I think uh, I mean Maybe that'll be better For everyone now Uh, We won't have to buy Breaking Breaking Duras So that'll be kind of Nice Thank, Thank goodness That ball sucks Yeah It's not great But okay So that was the Franklin Now let's talk about The progression draw this is oh, kind yes. of interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for those of you that didn't know, the progression draw was basically you only played one match per day mm-hmm. unless you played all three events. So you would play one singles match, one mixed match, and one uh, men's doubles or women's doubles. Yep. In the past, you played everything in one day. This The reason for this um, was, you know, save your body. You're not there as long. Time is more predictable. Yada, yada, yada. There's a number of reasons for the top pros or pros in general to like... Uh, this type of draw format. And for doubles, they ended up doing three out of five everywhere. Not just a final. Mm-hmm. Every match was three out of five. I thought in terms of spectating, I liked seeing three out of five. I think it makes it a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, bigger chance for a comeback. There was quite a few matches that went to five. The the, the comeback from the Bracia sisters. Yes. Legend.
2: Calma. After they get pickled. Yes. Come back and taking in five. Yeah, And I think they were down in the second set, too, and they came back and won that 12-10. That's crazy. and they, So you they got pickled. You were down in the second set. Yeah. You come back and claw your way, 12-10, and then you go and proceed to win the next three.
1: Yeah. That's that's pretty legendary. Shout out to you,
2: Mary and hey, Maggie. Good job.
1: Yeah. So I think in if you are going to want to like, let's say, I think if you do this moving forward, Wednesday, no one's going to care to watch anything yeah. because you've got Ben playing like a number 64 seed. Who cares? No one cares. Then, you know, maybe the next day gets a little more interesting. But basically, I think like, Up until about the quarterfinals, it's probably not the most interesting thing, so I don't think people are going to want to watch in person as much. But after that, like, let's say you're at home and you're like, oh, okay, I see the matches and the times they're playing today. Ben plays at, like, three. Okay, I'm going to watch that match. The way tournaments are done right now, you have no idea when a match is going to be, if it's going to be a good match. Mm -hmm. So I think in terms of watching, uh, it makes things a little bit more predictable, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you have any thoughts on, like, the format as a whole? Honestly. From a spectator view.
2: From a spectator point of view, not really. Uh, and and here's the thing. When we, I went, I didn't really get to spectate nearly as much. I mean, I, I waited for, like, the matches closer near to the end of the tournament. Yeah, I didn't really care about, you know, the initial, like, uh, matches. Yep. I was busy watching you, watching yep. my friends, et cetera. Um, so I don't want to can speak on it too much i did talk to judith castillo and she wasn't a fan mm. i'd be curious to see what you know other top players think about it yeah and also you know i should probably give it just a little bit more credit and like you know room to kind of like breathe and grow and maybe try out to see if it is more viable but i think for all the reasons that you said you know i, I agree for mo- for the most part for uh, the things that you said about it. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I do think... We talked about in previous pods. So we won't go into everything. I do think there are still some downsides, especially for emerging pros. But in terms of a, a spectator product and nothing else, not how the pros feel or anything, I think from a spectator uh, point of view, it is pretty interesting and I kind of like the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Still probably a little weird having to switch between all three events in a day, like if you go play singles, then mixed, and then men's. But... I am not opposed to seeing it a few more times and seeing how it goes and then deciding. It's kind of cool to see, you know, all three events in the same day. Like,
2: what if you're a spectator and you can only go one day Mm -hmm. and... Like then you get a chance to watch some singles, some mixed, right. and some gender, yeah. right? And you can't get a mix it. of everything. You get a mix of everything because if you if you're a spectator and you can only go like let's say Friday or Saturday, then you're you're stuck watching only doubles. But maybe you really wanted to watch singles. I don't know. Yeah, you know, unless you go on Sunday where you can watch the championship, but maybe you want to watch you know some newcomer or you know a fairly um, you know like a, a player that's not as well known, right? Yeah. So I can see some benefits to that in terms of the qualifiers. I don't know. Maybe qualifiers can be done in a day, and then if
1: if you made it through qualifiers, then you kind of have like maybe this break in between. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be kind of tough. My hunch is that they would do like qualifier Tuesday, then Wednesday, Thursday. But man, that's if you are not a top tier pro, that's a long time to be there. That's an investment
2: you'd have to take, and these tournaments are expensive. And then, I mean, also all the things that we talked about before about the player experience. Yep. I mean, but it is probably a little. Oh uh, well, maybe not that much different for the pros. At least for the qualifiers, is probably run very similarly
1: to how the amateurs are run. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. So, anyways, I I think the the format is kind of interesting. Curious to see more. Um, but then last few things we got here, we did get to go to uh, a six zero event. Yes. Uh, Dale was here from Australia, so he just held an event for a bunch of ambassadors, and then you know yeah. reviewers were obviously welcome to come. I actually think we had. We had a bunch of the reviewers. It was like me, you, John. Am I forgetting anyone? Don't know if I am. I mean, Brian was there. Brian Lim. He doesn't, yeah, yeah, he doesn't just really need... review paddles, but he's, eh, he's done a little bit. Yeah, he's done a little bit. But content creators um, were there. It was basically just. At least the ones that mattered. Oh. Wait, oh. oh no. <laughs> just kidding. Just oh, kidding. Oh, I didn't <laughs> if you, If any creators out there have beef, Will said it. I did not say that. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, it was basically just a meetup. Eat some good barbecue, meet some people, try out some prototypes that they're working on. Yeah, got some sick prototypes. Yeah, number
2: 42.
1: I think it was 43.
2: From number, number 43.
1: I told Dale as soon as I hit this thing, I was like, make this paddle, release it. And he was like, I won't go into it, but he was like, ah, like, I just, I don't know. And I was like, Dale, I'm telling you. He needs to tweak it just a little bit. He needs to make it a little lighter. He, he needs to make it a little lighter, mm-hmm. but outside of that, the thing that it was really good at, he was like, I don't know, that might be too much. And I was like, Dale, send it. It doesn't matter. Just send it. Like
2: yeah. That. I was like, Dale, if this can turn Chris from 3-5 to pro. <laughs> to pro. If this can turn Chris from 3-5 to gold medal match, you know, gold medal on Sunday. It was yeah. like it's gonna be an instant seller. Dude, I can I can see it right now, like people are listening to this people in your Discord are going right now into the six zero form
1: like oh, what is it? What is prototype <laughs> forty three? Forty three, give me number forty three. <laughs> I but here's another thing I'll say. He had a lot of prototypes. Yes. Uh, that he was working on. So are we allowed to talk
2: about any other ones?
1: I'm just gonna assume no because we didn't ask. Okay. We might be able to, but let's just assume no for now. It I think it's really cool to see. In a world, especially as reviewers, where we see a lot of copycats, we see a lot of the same thing. It's really cool to see Six Zero like continually trying to innovate things. Like you can tell Dale cares a lot about quality and like working through these things. Like you know, mm-hmm. I feel like I guess if you're in the space of like paddle nerd stuff, you probably see it a lot. But it's just refreshing to see. It's like oh, we're not just going to a shop and being like, hey, just like make this like they're actively working on cool stuff he explained a lot of stuff to us and i was like yeah it's just nice to see instead of being like hey yeah like we got fed this do you think it's good yeah it's like and he's he's a good pl- i got to play with him he's a pretty good player yeah yeah i'd hope so you know yeah. i here's an i we
2: also met with uh daryl from vatic mm-hmm. i got to play with him i don't know if you got to play no with i didn't him. get
1: to play with him i had, i wish i could have
2: yeah i guess I went with him Oh, and Jeff! Shout out to Jeff as well. Mm-hmm. Jeff Lee, number one vatic player in the world. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> we we got to play, and yeah, Daryl's also pretty solid Is as he? well.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, it was a lot of fun. I might get to play against him in San Clemente. Oh,
2: I told him right. and Jeff
1: they should play together so they can play against me and Ed. Oh. I said it would be a really funny video. That would actually be hilarious. I should do something. We should like place. I should mic us all up for that match and like place a bet with Daryl. That's like. Hey, if me and Ed beat you, you have to give away like thirty paddles to my viewers. <laughs> but if I lose, I don't know what I would do. But if that happens, I'm going to talk to Daryl about that. That would be kind of fun. Oh, that would be hilarious. Um, okay. but yeah, it was it was a fun yeah. event. They the six zero team threw a really cool event. Got to play some great games. Yeah. Um, we got to meet some of our other
2: peeps and cohorts. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, let's see. I mean, we actually meet a lot of people out at this event. We saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you call it? Uh, not Elijah. It was. Oh my gosh! Why am I blanking? out was it? Just
1: pickleball journey? Oh, I think it's Justin and Brandon. Yeah, Justin, I'm pretty Ju- sure Justin and his, and it, is. Brandon brother? I'm pretty sure they're brothers. Okay, they I think be, they have the same last name. They won. I think they won their. Yeah, they won the five zero. Yeah, five zero. They did. That was job. yeah. Yeah, yes. that's sick.
2: Yeah, that's sick. Some of the content creators, they can ball. Yeah, Danae was out there too mm-hmm. from All Things Pickleball uh john q john q of course um, jeff
1: yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> jeff um and I'm, I'm sure there's even a couple other people. brian there was a lot of yeah brian there was a couple. lot of people i mean also shout out to everyone who came up and said hi yeah there was a lot of people i don't think people understand how like if you I, i'm not going to speak on your behalf but yeah. i'll say for me uh-huh never ever be afraid to come up and say hi to me because I genuinely, as long as you can tell, I didn't just, like, lose a horrible match. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, like, as long as I don't look like I'm in a terrible mood. I loved meeting everyone. Like, yeah. people would stop me. Like, I had some older couples stop me. And they're like, we just, like, love your podcast. Like, we listen to it together. You know, like, we make our dinner and, like, listen yeah. to it. I'm like,
2: that's just cool. Yeah. No, it is cool. And if you came up to me and you said, what's up? You know, I love it, too. Uh, I may or may not have been a little inebriated when you came up. <laughs> it's It happens, you know like you're there for a whole day you know yeah. some no those things those things happen shout outs to anna and rona from seattle they came up you know say what's up to me i was definitely an ebree when i i met them so <laughs> sorry about said that. anything dumb no of course not i <laughs> oh, okay. never i never regret anything at least i don't think they might have something i don't know all right here, here's a funny story okay yeah we'll get we'll get back to this but yeah. um you weren't there, but I went to go get food or I was going to the bathroom or something. Oh, is this
1: a story? I think it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh, dang it. And this lady was like, oh, my gosh.
2: Will, you're Will. You're, you're a podcast guy. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, yo, where's your sidekick? And <laughs>
1: <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> and you, here's what's the funniest thing to me about saying, where's your sidekick? Yeah. Because... I usually do all the planning for the script and I then know. I edit everything. I do, I know. <laughs> so it's and so it's on your channel. And it's on my channel. Well,
2: to be fair, like we we, we both decided to put it on your channel at the yeah. time because you had more followers yeah, and sure. you're definitely more like engaging. And also at the time, I was like, I mean, I don't know where I'm going to go with this whole YouTube yeah, thing. It could have sure.
1: just, I could have just stopped. Fizzled so out. So I was right. like, yeah, put it on your channel. That's you, so funny. Yeah, you should so, have asked you, but it should have been like, okay, what? Why do you say sidekick? Oh yeah, I would have loved to just hear what it was. But nah. I, when you told me this, it was yeah, so. I mean, funny. I wasn't gonna ask.
2: Are you kidding me? I was like, yep, that's right. And then, and I was like, and then it was funny because I was like, no, no, he's not really my psychic. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like your assistant. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse. Well, I mean, you do like do the work, upload it. So I mean, yeah, you kind of are.
1: <laughs> so I she
2: guess, ain't wrong.
1: I guess when you think about it, the. The things I'm doing are kind of like an assistant. Yes, yes. All right. I got to reevaluate my life.
2: Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and then, all right. The, another one. I don't know who it was, but sometimes we used be walking by and people just yell, Pickleball Well Like, like top of their lungs. In passing. Don't even stop me or anything. Just yell it. I'm like, yay! And then just keep walking. That happens more often than not. Yeah. And that is what surprised me. People just yell at Pickleball Studio. When you... Yep.
1: Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah. That, that one, like, frightens me a little bit. I'm like... Well, well what now it's it was super cool i i think honestly that was part of some of my favorite time during the strip is just people coming up and being like hey like thanks for the paddle reviews like lots of people are like yeah i bought this paddle because your review like yeah it, it's a very i guess feels fulfilling to know the like work you're doing actually means something to people versus just like oh i'm like you know people actually find it helpful i guess yeah. sometimes maybe it's harder to see that so thank you to everyone who came up and said hi we we really appreciate it. It's a lot yeah. of fun.
2: Yeah, a lot of fun. 6-0 event, super fun. Yeah. Uh Shoot, there was a lot more people at that event than I had anticipated. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, definitely. All right, last thing we got to talk about. Mm-hmm. This one's interesting because there's been information up. There's been information taken down. There was stuff on the stream. Hard to say exactly what happened. I I've tried to piece it together through various things, but there was like the AJ Kohler situation yes. at this tournament. So it kind of like you got to date back a little bit. I'm sure everyone has seen the clip uh, from MLP where, you know, Fed calls Annalise some choice words. And then after the match, Fed uh, or AJ kind of goes up to Fed, kind of gets in his face a little bit. And you can tell he was upset about it. Like, you know, shouldn't be saying that to her or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of a thing turned into some memes. Okay, thought that was that. And then I think it was Thursday. I can't remember which day. But I remember on the stream or people were talking about it. I can't remember if I was actually watching this one or not. But AJ's in the middle of a match and it gets stopped. Yeah. And then they just take him out and the match was just over. And everyone was like, whoa, 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 what, what happened? You... And everyone thought it had to do with a paddle challenge yeah. that he did with Gabe Tardio a couple hours ago. He challenged yeah. his paddles. They took like all four of them. So people thought, like, oh, his paddle just failed. Well, what I feel I, we've managed to piece together, just asking around the grapevine, like, mm-hmm. what happened? We don't know this for sure. This is just what I was hearing. Apparently, there was possibly some physical Alter- altercations page. between Fed and AJ, and then that led to a bunch of stuff, and there was, there was even posts up. It was a lot of, like, yeah, vague stuff. Vague stuff, yeah.
2: And posts were up, and then they got taken down. Yep. But we knew they exist because we have a few people who screenshotted them yeah. and sent them to us.
1: Yeah. And there was... The ones I remember... There was one AJ posted that was like, the truth will prevail. It always yeah. does. So very vague. I remember, I think it was Pablo yeah. posted something that was like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was kind of ins- insinuating like, oh, there should be like a lifetime ban for like what happened or whatever, or like punishment should be way bigger. And I think he even said something about some of these news outlets like posted the stuff and then they took it down. And I think mm-hmm. like he was kind of saying like, oh, they're scared said, or whatever. Yeah.
2: They were, he felt like they were censored a bit.
1: Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. It sounded like I thought I was heard. There was, like, cops called and stuff, and that's, like, kind of why the the match stopped is kind of when they showed up or whatever. So, I'm sure at some point there will be more details about this, but during the tournament, it was really weird seeing, like, posts go up and was then come down, and it was, like... a match was whoop. stopped mid-match. Yeah, it was really weird. So, I don't know, but, like, pickleball especially is not that big. Everyone kind of knows everyone. Mm-hmm. I just feel like in the pros it's even smaller. So I'm like, man, I don't it's well, gonna be just gotta be awkward. Like just bad blood, whatever the heck happened. Right. It couldn't I don't I just
2: find it really hard to believe that an altercation happened because uh of Fed, that. Because Fed used some choice words in yeah. a match. Like you think there was other stuff? Probably. Yeah. I mean we'll we'll leave this up to uh Jimmy and Tyler.
1: Yeah, is, yeah, I'm sure I will not be surprised. I'm sure they'll have this fully covered. Yeah. But it would be weird, right? Like, I guess I could, I would totally understand being upset about those things being right. said to your teammate. Totally get it. Mm-hmm. But I would think after MLP, you just drop it. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, it's like, doesn't really bother, affect me. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I need to start something later? So, I don't know. Maybe there's always two sides to every story, right? Of course. I'm sure not everyone's perfect in in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of questions. So many questions. It was really weird what was happening during the tournament.
2: I'm very curious. I'm very curious to know. And then just to like let it go. Yeah. And move on. Move on to the next thing. Yeah.
1: Just how the pickleball news cycle goes. Right,
2: exactly. We got other bigger things to worry about. Like getting the player experience for these tournaments better and for U T V R. Gimme
1: give, give me your final rating in this tournament, like out of ten. Well, out of ten. Like your personal experience. Hmm. I'd say it was a six. That was what I was gonna say. A six. I was gonna say a six. Like I wasn't wasn't super disappointed, but a lot of room for improvement. A lot of room for improvement. Yeah,
2: yeah. It could have been, it could have been a five. But yeah, have,
1: I could. Have, you could have swayed me either way. If every day had been like Friday, where it was kind of wet, and cold and cold would have been a four or five for me that would and that that's not even their fault yeah that's not their fault it's not their fault but that would have really lowered the the vibe yeah because then
2: you know being outside with all the tents and the vendors that would have you know been not really non-existent but the experience of going out there to explore and to take advantage of those amenities would not be there because it's cold and wet yeah. and that would have been really
1: bad sunday was way better yeah but in terms like once the sun was out like everyone was out like this mm-hmm. is good vibes all around for the most yeah. part. It was really weird seeing like this is my last thing. Seeing people complain on Facebook. But then like at the event, I didn't really see anyone upset. So I was kinda like, is it just a really few vocal like I'm not Always. saying there were things to improve. For sure were, but it, I'm reading these posts thinking like I'm going into fire festival. <laughs> like I'm gonna be trapped on an island. Oh. There's no water. There's no food. Uh-huh. Like that's what I was like imagining. It wasn't that bad? No, it wasn't nowhere near that bad. <laughs> Some people like to exaggerate, be dramatic, For very sure. dramatic. For sure. Well, I guess uh, we'll see you guys next week. That wow. was our experience with nationals. You didn't
2: have something in the kitchen.
1: Well, honestly, probably half the stuff was a kitchen. I just didn't claim it the kitchen. So <laughs> here, here we're gonna we're gonna backtrack it. We're gonna say anything. After we talked about the Franklin ball, that was the kitchen. (laughs) If you guys made it right here, this was the kitchen. Okay. You guys made it here. The kitchen is empty. We're sorry. Yeah, the kitchen was out of food this week. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll catch you guys next week. Later.